Hey everyone, I'm Leslie Martinez and you're listening to Your Joyful Order Podcast. Each week I will bring you joyful stories that will motivate and inspire you and at the same time bring order to your everyday life. Let's just say the show will be a mixture of preaching and teaching with a kick of motivation from your girl here. Welcome to Your Joyful Order Podcast. Welcome back to Your Joyful Order, the podcast dedicated to bringing joy and order to your everyday life. I'm your hostess with the mostess, Leslie Martinez. Can I just say how excited I am to be back behind the mic? (laughs) Now, I took a long break kind of between the podcast seasons, and I actually really missed you guys. Like, I I miss recording. I miss researching topics to discuss for you, my wonderful and beautiful, fantastic listeners. This season, I wanted to bring you more insightful guests and more in-depth topics to help you, the listener, really seek joy in your everyday life and grow. That's what this journey is all about. It is about seeking a fulfilled, joyful life and about growing each and every day. So today it's just me, your girl, and I have actually an intriguing topic to kind of delve into with you. We will be discussing the effective strategies and techniques to increase your self-acceptance. But before we dive in, let's kind of take a moment right now to reflect on why self-acceptance is such a vital aspect of our lives. Self-acceptance involves acknowledging and embracing all aspects of ourselves, including our strengths, our weaknesses, and our imperfections. It's about nurturing a positive relationship with ourselves. It's about fostering inner peace and leading a fulfilling and joyful life. So how can we start building self-acceptance? Well, one key strategy is by practicing self-compassion, being kind and understanding towards ourselves, especially during challenging times, helps to cultivate a nurturing environment within us. Remember, we're all human and making mistakes is part of our journey. Self-compassion is a powerful tool for increasing self-acceptance. Another technique that complements self compassion is reframing our, um, negative self-talk. Now I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. This is something that I immensely, immensely struggled with. Now the self-compassion, you know, I was able to get on board with that. There would be sometimes I would be really hard on myself about things. I am what you would call a recovering perfectionist. So self-compassion was kind of hard, but now that I'm kind of on the other side of that, I can say, oh, we got that down. The negative self-talk, that's been something that I have struggled with like since I can even remember. And it's something that still often comes to me. And I also like to refer to that negative self-talk as the enemy. That is the enemy trying to come into your head and tell you all of those crazy things of what you're not. And I just want to remind you that it's very crucial to challenge and replace self-critical thoughts with more positive and supportive ones. But some of that or some of the ways that you can do that is by recognizing your achievements and your strengths rather than focusing solely on your perceived flaws. 
And that can make a very huge difference. Reframing uh, negative self-talk is a powerful way to shift our mindset and enhance self-acceptance. Now, let's explore the idea of also embracing vulnerability. This right here, y'all, this is another one that I am struggling with as we speak. Negative self-talk, that's been a huge challenge. I have definitely gotten better, like a lot better. It still happens, but I'm quick to identify it and kind of put the enemy in his place. Like once I get those negative thoughts going in my head, I'm like, oh, no, 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 enemy. You need to zip it. You need to zip it. Sit down, go away because I am a child of Christ. I am, you know, loved. I am enough. Like all of that. I start going through my affirmations that I'll kind of get to you a little bit later with, but embracing vulnerability. I'll be a little vulnerable right now and tell you, this is my area of struggle. And when we actually allow ourselves to be vulnerable, we actually open up the doors for opportunity. We open up opportunities to grow and connect with others. It takes a lot of courage to be authentic and to share our true selves. And the rewards are immense with this. Vulnerability is a beautiful aspect of being human, but it also requires a lot of trust in others. And I think that's been my challenge is, you know, I, I have no problem being vulnerable with my immediate family, you know, my mom, my sister, my husband, my kids, that inner, inner circle of mine has heard everything. I mean, they've seen me in my most vulnerable moments, but to be vulnerable outside of my home, basically, that's where I struggle. But I also know that there are huge opportunities for growth in doing that. And I'm a work in progress, just like all of you, as, as I bring these topics to share with you, I, I bring them because most of the time they're areas that I'm working on myself, challenges that I have overcome or things that I am in the midst of right now. And self-acceptance, it's been something that I have been working through, but a lot of these um, areas that I'm sharing with you, I'm still a work in progress, just like you. Again, vulnerability, it, it's just that part of being human. But in addition to that, Learning to cultivate self-awareness is crucial for self-acceptance. Just like I shared with you right now, how I know I need to grow in my area of being vulnerable. That's being self-aware that that's an area that I need to work on. Now, taking time to reflect on your emotions, your thoughts, and your behaviors helps us gain insight into our true authentic selves. This self-reflection allows us to identify patterns. It uh, allows us to understand triggers and make conscious uh, choices that align with our values and our desires. So this, this is where journaling, y'all, I can talk to you about journaling until I am literally blue in the face, but uh, it, you know, journaling, this is where journaling comes in is being self-aware by journaling your emotions, your prayers, your thoughts, your behaviors, even your triggers. When you know what your triggers are, it gives us such insightful reflection and we can actually look back and say, oh, wow, 
remember when that happened, how I felt that day. And maybe we can avoid certain triggers or patterns and grow from those challenges rather than just go through them. I, I myself, I love looking back at my journals and seeing the growth and it, it's just, it's really encouraging, you know? I can go back and see some of my prayers and read them and be like, wow, God answered those prayers for me, but it all takes being self-aware and self-awareness is definitely the foundation of personal growth and self-acceptance. Now let's, let's talk a little bit on the importance of also setting realistic expectations, because this is something that is huge on learning to, you know, have that self-acceptance with yourself. Often we tend to set impossibly high standards for ourselves. Like, and and that will lead us to self-judgment, but leads us to being guilty and it leads us to disappointment. And you, we just spiral down from there. And instead of, you know, focusing on these huge, like audacious, you know, goals and outcomes, we need to focus more on setting achievable goals and celebrating the small wins. This is something again, that I had to learn myself. And I realize how beneficial this is for, you know, for me, and then just for everyone else. And this is where those SMART goals come into play. I've talked about SMART goals before. If you don't know about SMART goals, it's an acronym that stands for like writing your goals in a, in a certain way. And it's, uh, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. Now, when you set realistic expectations in the SMART goal formula, so to say, you're more than likely going to achieve these goals because you're being very specific on the goal that you want to achieve. You are writing it out to where it's measurable. You're writing it where it, it is actually attainable and realistic. And then you're giving yourself a timeline for all of this. Now, having a, you know, a dream of like, Hey, I want to be a billionaire, you know, by the end of 2023, mm, that's not really attainable. Maybe unless you like you know, win the lotto or something, you win like Powerball or something insane like that. And, you know, the, the reality of that actually happening, like that's where it's like, okay, let's, let's simmer down here. Now, what is the first step to becoming a billionaire? Maybe it's just like, you know, getting to a hundred thousand dollars earning this amount of money. Maybe it's investing in a business or something like that. That's where you have to break those big audacious goals down into these smart goal, like little formulas so that the goals will be attainable. And when you set realistic expectations, you have a better self-acceptance of yourself. You have to celebrate your progress, no matter how small or how essential it is. But moreover, in regards to, you know, in, in supporting that also, you need to also learn to surround yourself with a supportive community. This is going to help you to, you know, kind of do all of those things. But like when you're setting unrealistic expectations and you have that community that is supportive and, you know, you have allowed people into your life to speak into your life, they can be like, whoa, <laughs> simmer down here, becoming a billionaire by the, you know, within the next six months. Mm reality check, girlfriend, that's not going to happen, but let's see how we can get you one step closer. 
Now, a supportive community isn't going to diminish or, you know, kind of mock your dreams or your goals. They're going to support you, but also bring you down to reality and be like, hey, you know, you winning the Powerball, like, let's get real here. <laughs> I want to crush your dream, but what's another way that you can become a billionaire? And that, you know, surrounding yourself with that supportive community can actually have profound impact on our self-acceptance journey. Connecting with like-minded individuals who embrace and encourage us is, you know, for mutual growth and understanding also. And you have to know that this community that you are listening to right now, the, the people who are on the other side of this microphone, those of you that have, you know, you're listening to me in your car, you got your earbuds in, you're sitting at work or you're, you know, uh, taking a shower, doing your makeup, your, you know, whatever it is that you're doing where you get this podcast in. Those of you that are out there, that's what I want this community to be. I want it to be a, a a supportive community where everyone comes together and be like, yes, I am part of this community that is all about spreading joy, but also bringing order to people in their everyday life. I'll be that cheerleader or coach to support you and give you guidance along the way through this platform right here, my, my uh, podcast, but a supportive community can provide validation, perspective, and a sense of belonging, which is so imperative to your self-acceptance. Now, as we wrap up our discussion, I just want to offer you some actionable steps that you can take right away to increase your self-acceptance. So here are a few takeaways for you. And the first one that I want to touch upon is number one, is practicing self-compassion and replacing that negative self-talk with positive affirmations. Now on this one, I want to add a little extra on this one because I have some biblical scriptures that will support you in eliminating some of that negative self-talk. I said that I would get back to back around with this, with some I am statements, and I'm going to share them with you. My pastor um, recently just wrapped up a series called I am, and it's all about basically knowing who you are in Christ. Well, they gave us uh, some bookmarkers with a few reminder scriptures on it. And I actually um, have this bookmark here right above my desk where I can read these daily and I can be reminded who I am in Christ. So I wanted to share these I am statements with you to remind you that when that negative self-talk starts, negative self-talk, aka the enemy starts creeping into your head this it right here. These are the statements that you need to bring. This is what you need to fight fire with. And this is what's going to basically put the enemy in his place to where he's just going to zip it because you're bringing God's word to remind him who you are. I am loved. This comes from second Corinthians six eighteen. I am a child of God. This is found in first John three, one. I am worth more. This is in Ephesians 1.18. I am enough. This is in Psalms 46.10. I am free. This is in Zechariah 4.6. And I am heard. This is in Jeremiah 33.3. These are all great scriptures that I hope you were able to write down if you need to go back and replay these so you can get those scriptures down do it. 
but I definitely want you to practice replacing that negative self-talk with these affirmations right here, reminding yourself and the enemy whose you are. And that is being a child of God. Now let's go to number two, um, which is another great way to increase your self-acceptance. And that is by embracing vulnerability and allowing yourself to be authentic. Number three is to cultivate self-awareness through reflection and introspection also. And then number four, set realistic expectations and celebrate your progress. That's where those SMART goals come into play. Refer back to those SMART goals, write them down. And lastly, number five is surround yourself with a positive community that encourages your growth. Now, Remember, self-acceptance is a lifelong journey, but by implementing these strategies, you can actually foster a deep sense of knowing who you are and whose you are by putting some of these practices to work. Now, this was your little pep talk for the week. I hope that this is something that will, you know, kind of get you in, in, um, in gear, so to say, so that you can just really start to eliminate some of that negative self-talk and doubt that you have. Because oftentimes when we don't accept who we are, it limits our capabilities of doing what God called us to do. So I really hope that you can take some of these actionable items into place here, put them to use and begin to really accept who you are, flaws and all. Remember, we, we are not perfect. God didn't make us to be perfect. The only person that is perfect isn't even here on earth anymore. He's up in heaven. The one perfect person that walked the earth, Jesus Christ, he's no longer here. So there's no need for us to have to constantly fight that need to be perfect. We need to accept who we are, but continue to grow and get better at who we are as well. Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Joyful Order Podcast. If this episode brought you some joy, wisdom, or encouragement, would you do me a huge favor and share it with someone you care about? Until next time, go chase joy.